0: welcome. This Is My Truth is a platform for honest, open conversations. The stories I share or that others share are often not spoken about or discussed, but once told, I believe they have the ability to shine a light on another perspective or a much-needed conversation. These stories may make us laugh, some may make us cry, but together we will learn from one another and begin to heal. Because walls need to be torn down, masks need to come off, stories need to be heard in order for our truths to be told. This is my truth. Will you tell me yours? Hello, ladies and the few men that listen to this podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jessie Sherleff. I am excited to share my truth today. And I've been trying to get creative um, with what I'm going to be calling my Tuesday recordings. So I'm going to workshop a few things right now. I'm going to go with the um, idea that on Tuesdays, my episodes are going to be called This Is My Truth Tuesdays. We'll see. If anyone has any creative ideas, let me know. Um, but I wanted to share a truth that I have been thinking a lot about. So, for me, when I say truth, it means a lot of different things. But for me, there are lots of moments that I think about in my life. They could be big, they could be small. But when I say a moment, it is literally. A moment that has happened to me that I either cannot get out of my mind, it plays on a loop, or I just keep coming back to it and back to it. And for me, what I have found is that writing that moment out, like literally writing it out helps me to process it. So the other day I kept coming back to this moment in the park um here in chicago we've had record rain um to the point where actually our river and a lot of downtown flooded there was mass floodings in people's basements both in the suburbs and in the city we were one of those houses though we are okay um but what happened was that we have a park a block away from us, a big park, and there was puddles. And when I say that there was puddles, they were like basically little rivers or little mini lakes. And I had taken the girls to play and we had had the picnic blanket out. And um, I had this, this moment and I won't go into a ton of detail. I actually posted what I wrote on my Instagram. So check it out at This Is My Truth podcast um, and let me know what you think. But I think the reason why I kept coming back to this moment, and I'll give you sort of the cliffness the Cliff Notes version is I the girls, you know, there's all these puddles. They're huge. And like many kids they love water and so they decided to start to run in it splash in it and then I kid you not they started to to basically belly flop into it and my first reaction was i could literally feel like my body tense i clenched and i know where i feel anxiety i, I get this like clenching uh, of of tightening in my chest and the first thought in my head was what are all of the other parents gonna think and then I thought oh my gosh well now I'm gonna have to give them a bath and then I paused and I looked at them and they just had the biggest smiles on their face like pure pure joy and they were playing with each other and l was showing q how to jump and how to make huge splashes and how to run really fast and i just stopped and i listened to the inner voice inside that said just let them be their kids and in that moment I I did. And they had fun. And watching them allowed me to have fun because their giggles and their laughs are literally gold to me. They can make my shitty shitty day the best thing in the world when I hear one of those girls giggles. And so I think though the reason why I ke- I kept coming back to this moment was so much of My anxiety around parenting comes from this perception of I'm not doing it right, or I'm not doing it like I'm quote unquote supposed to. And that's been a really, really hard journey for me to to work through because so much of my life, I've been a people pleaser and that has carried over to parenting as well. But I always say the girls are mirrors, right? And the reality is, is with, with Elle in particular, the more I try to quote unquote sort of control the situation. The more I sort of put her in a box or attempt to put her in a box, the harder she pushes. And I had a ha ha moment about myself recently that I am the exact same way. The more I feel constrained, the more I feel like I am being told that I can do, I'm empowered to do what I want, but I have to do it within these guardrails. I push and I push to find that boundary. And believe me, I will push to the very last part that I am able to without, without sort of crossing that threshold and how sometimes I probably cross the threshold. And I think that that has been a really interesting tug. Like on one hand, I really, I want to fit in, like I want to be deemed a good mom by, others but the other side i just i have this this tug where i'm i'm sort of like but does that matter and does it matter because are those my people and so as i was sort of journaling this out i kept coming back to this this quote that i read and i know I talk about this book all the time but Please forgive me because there's a daily quote a day and that's like, so my jam, but a quote in um, Hoda's book, I really needed this today. And the quote is, do not judge. You do not know the journey I asked her to walk through. And I think that there is so much power in that quote and it, 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 there was no author um, attached to it. So apologies, but I think that when I was going through infertility and that struggle and there were just so many people that felt the need to sort of give me their opinion on my body or the choices that I was making. And so I went inwards. And I remember when I wrote about my first moment, about standing on the L and looking at my reflection and looking like I do every day and that no one would know that I had literally made a life altering decision for myself, for my family, for my daughter, for my son, but I looked completely fine on the outside. And How many of us walk through life that way? And I think parenting is the same thing, right? So many of us try to present the shiny side of parenting that we want our kids to be picture perfect and shiny. And like, I'll be the first to admit, Elle went to preschool for the better part of the last year in the same pajamas that she wore to bed because you know what? She didn't want to change. And that was a battle that I wasn't going to fight. I did put on new underwear. She was clean. (laughs) Um, But, oh, I put her in new underwear. Um, And the, again, there's sort of this like pull and tug of my personality where there are certain areas where I I'm totally fine bucking the trend, and then in so many other cases, I I panic and I tense and I can feel that anxiety of, of judgment, and I don't know how to overcome it necessarily. I can say that I've gotten a lot better at recognizing in the moment when I am... In that downward spiral of judging myself because of what I perceive others' judgments to be, and I'm able to catch myself. And I think that the moment at the park the other day was one of those moments where I was just able to say, F it, let the kids be kids, they're two and four. And because I was, I was able to do that, the joy that they were having brought me joy. And so I think that the lessons that I have learned over the last two years has been to slow down, to enjoy. And I think that's even more important during this crisis. Um, I think that there were so many times, and I've caught myself doing this too, where Um, I hear about someone, um, someone's experience, right? So Greg has been the primary grocery shopper of our household because going to the grocery store causes me insane anxiety nowadays. And, um, he came home and in Chicago, we're not allowed to bring reusable bags anymore. And he didn't know that because honestly, the laws are constantly changing here, um, and so they, they, that had become a lot and he didn't realize. And so the grocery store worker was, was yelling at him and he came home and he was all flustered and he was telling me the story. And I just remember looking at him and saying, I get it. I can totally see how you would feel frustrated in that situation. I would too. I just want to offer an alternative perspective. That grocery store worker, well, I'm not. Um, I'm not saying the way that he handled the situation was was the best. He probably doesn't want to be there. He is an essential worker, and who knows what his his day to day is like. And so, yes, he probably didn't handle that situation to the best of his ability. But there's so much more to the story than we will ever see. So to go back to sort of the where I started and this idea around judgment, I think it is so easy. It is part of human nature to judge. I get it. But I have found that when I am judging someone else, it's usually because it's a big insecurity I have. And so parenting for me is one of those areas. And honestly, I'm probably the biggest judge of myself than anyone else around me. And I bet that's true for for most parents listening. And so I just want to share this truth with you all because for me, I think there's some grace in recognizing that we're all doing the best that we can and acknowledging that. And not everyone is going to be, and not every situation is going to be your cup of tea, and that is okay. Uh, But I think that when you're able to approach a situation and see all the different potential sides, all the different um, perspectives. We can lead with empathy instead of judgment. And gosh, that's the type of world that I want my girls to live in a world where people are able to have tough conversations, but have them be effective and productive and, lead from a place of curiosity and empathy, because that's when I think we all win. So if you've enjoyed today's uh, truth or this truth, hashtag my truth, this is my truth Tuesday. See, I've got to work on that. Definitely workshopping the name. Um, Let me know what you think. If you have any creative ideas for what to call the Tuesday segments, I'm all ears. Um, Also, we are starting to see some great traction in the This Is My Truth private community. So if you are looking for a safe space to talk about things that you might not be comfortable talking about elsewhere, um, it's a great opportunity to just honestly even listen and observe and Learn some tools to help you become more comfortable sharing, not even sharing, but understanding your voice and speaking your truth. So um, feel free to find us at Facebook at This Is My Truth Private Community. I will have to admit you because it is private, Um, but I would love to see you there. And please um, feel free to reach out at This Is My Truth podcast on Instagram and let me know some of your key takeaways from this conversation. I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Thank you for spending time with me today. So here's the thing, when I started this journey for myself, I didn't know what to do once I admitted I wasn't happy. I felt relief for finally admitting that I was numb inside, but I didn't know what my next step should be. So I got help and I found a community. My goal with this podcast is to pay it forward. So I've just created a private Facebook community. And in this community, I hope to create a space where others can share their moments, big or small, that are part of your story. Because what I learned in going through this process myself is when you're not telling your story, someone else is telling it for you. So if you've ever had this little fire inside of you burning to share your story, if you ever heard this little voice encouraging you to write down your story, come join my Facebook community. In it, I'll be sharing more insights and truths of my own, and I'll also be sharing tips and journal prompts to get you to be starting down the path of getting comfortable sharing your story. This isn't easy, but I'm here to hold your hand because someone held my hand when I went through it myself. I look forward to seeing you there.